0: Never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion.
1: Hey, it's the Sparky Pfeiffer. Time for another special edition of Green and Growing. And uh, always looking forward to talking to our guy, Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Of course, uh, MGM, uh, a big sponsor with those guys, uh, and follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. And obviously, uh, the news as we talk, uh, the big suspension of Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. And as we know, I'm not the biggest better in the whole wide world, uh, but I am intrigued by this side of things when an incident happens the spread is going to be one way uh, until the suspension gets announced, and then the spread is going to move. I would assume there's money to be made uh, if uh, you have an insight uh, to whether or not uh, a star player is going to be suspended or not.
0: Yeah, and Sparky, this one was was really interesting because even on our show uh, on Tuesday, like right after it had happened, we were we spent a lot of the show being like, man, is he going to get suspended? What do we like? All right, what is the betting advice if that happens? Like, be ready for a suspension because the the spread in the market was Warriors by seven and a half for Game Three, and that like struck me immediately, and I think what struck most people is like, okay, that's a number that kind of implies that Draymond is playing. Right. Like, that's a a big number, and the Warriors had just been about like two one and a half two point favorites in Game Two, uh, the game that they lost obviously. So obviously making a home court adjustment um you know go to golden state from sacramento okay seven and a half was like probably a dream on number and then shams has the tweet that comes out that's like ah they're not gonna suspend them like that's how it's looking right now and everyone's like oh okay never mind like i I guess i guess this is not a thing and then in like the most sneaky time of the night basically i had like almost just gone to bed when this happened. me too uh the the report comes out they get suspended and it's like oh my god That's like, oh, God, now I got to, like, re-wake myself up again, basically, and, like, try to, like, figure out what's still open. And the other thing is, like, you know, books, sports books know when something like this is brewing. You know, like, if it's, you know, like, that morning, they were probably like, all right, like, just be monitoring, see if Draymond's out. But once it's, like, you get the all clear kind of from the Shams tweet, some places, just, like, keep it up. Some just, like, it's, like, what's going on? Nobody, it's the middle of the night nobody knows what's happening. Like Kevin Durant, I remember got traded at like one in the morning yep. one time, and some books kept up all their sun stuff at like the same prices and some didn't. So when it's unexpected, that's always like kind of a fun frenzy basically. So they were seven and a half, the Warriors in game three, another five and a half. Um, you know, obviously like that's that's correct that they should be less. Uh, I could definitely still see them winning and covering a small number in this game. Cause they just play so much better at home. Um, and usually teams two Oh, like you will get actually kind of like a uh, a boost in terms of like going home in terms of how they play. That's been studied historically. So it's not like some amazing bet or whatever. I just – I don't think they're doomed. Um, I just think it sets up a really interesting game three.
1: Loving my Kings, man, doing their thing right now. Uh, Absolutely. Because I remember you and I were talking – uh, earlier uh, in the season, we were talking about the the bets to come out of the West, and I was talking about, ah, the Kings are being disrespected and yada, yada, yada. And we kind of just went through scenarios of, okay, if it's them and the Mavericks, you know, do you think the Kings can win? And I said, absolutely. Mavericks end up falling apart, don't even end up uh, being in the playoffs at this point. King shock the world uh, and, and get the Golden State Warriors would be simply amazing. But injuries have been the story of the playoffs, which makes betting obviously very difficult. And our own Milwaukee Bucks uh, have Giannis doubtful, obviously coming up for game number two. I would assume that he'll probably end up playing in game three in Miami, uh, but that also has to have a a big toll on what the line's going to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we just went over kind of like Draymond and that one game suspension, you know, you saw like a two-point line move, seven and a half to five and a half about that for, for him not being there. And it does, that doesn't mean that it has to be the right number. Like, you could argue it should be more than that because right. he's the best defensive player in the league, maybe, and he's like their primary initiator on offense. That's kind of a, it's a big, those are two big hats to wear in terms of uh, playing basketball, obviously. Like, maybe he's worth more than that. Um, and then Giannis, you can obviously say the same thing. Like, we we all kind of watched the Bucks defense in game one. Once Giannis Left the game with injury, and that that didn't go great, <laughs> like Brooke Lopez against Bam Adebayo, like that didn't go great. And so um, we're seeing like a pretty similar adjustment to the point spread for this game, with the idea that he won't play. So you know the Bucks were, kind of like nine, I think in game one, basically is what they ended up closing. It was like nine or nine and a half is a big number against Miami in game one. Market's like six and a half right now, and I think he will actually go down more if he actually is like out out. I know he's not expected to play necessarily, doubtful. But, yeah, we're seeing, like, a massive move there. I think this one's a little different, though, Sparky. I would just, like, obviously one's a suspension and one's an injury. But I've never – I think we've done this on the show before or on the the pod before. I've never been someone who's been very pro-warriors in terms of, like, long-term in the postseason. I've always been pretty anti-betting on them this year, thinking that they can win a title again. There's like so many red flags with their statistical profile. And I do really like Milwaukee to win the title as a team. And so it's like, all right, well, what are you doing now that Giannis is hurt? And I would just remind people how incredibly, brutally long the NBA postseason is. So there's like an adjustment in the market right now because they're down 1-0 in the series. And we don't know when he's coming back. And their title prices have actually started to drift pretty dramatically. Boston's now the favorite to win the NBA title and the favorite to win the East because they're up 2-0 in their series against Atlanta. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I I understand. I sort of agree that it's happening, but I don't agree that the Celtics are actually more likely to win. And I I just, I like the Bucs a lot more. I don't like the Sixers at all as a second-round matchup for Boston. I think that's really problematic for them. So I I still kind of like the Bucs to win the title. And we've done this on our show the last couple days. Is this like a buy point for them? Like, they're down 1-0. The best player in the league is Hurt is like is it ever going to get better than this to bet milwaukee like once everyone's in on them then you never want to bet them whether two to one or 150 to win the title whatever is this kind of like a, a weird buy point where i know nobody would want to click the button right now but i mean this series isn't going to be over for like two weeks like they're not even gonna to have to play cleveland for you know until cinco de mayo probably or something so like what is like it has so much time to get healthy for like the series that really matter
1: you know, it's fun because, first of all, when they lost this game, we do our Green and Growing podcast. We did a post-game podcast. We're going to do it during the playoffs after uh, these Bucks games are done and we live stream it and the whole deal. And... You know, people are freaking out. I'm just like, settle down. Like, first of all, Miami's not shooting 60% every game in this series from three. That That is simply not happening. Number two, Boonholzer makes it a tradition of losing game ones in the playoffs. Go back and look at their championship run. He was constantly losing game ones. They were down 2-0, and they came back in one. Uh, and number three, even without Giannis, this Bucks team, I think, is good enough to beat Miami and still get out of this series, even if Giannis doesn't play in the series.
0: And, and how about four, Tyler Hero has a broken hand and he's not he playing the rest of the series. And I know Miami is kind of like this plug-and-play team where it's like Gabe Vincent and it's Duncan Robinson. It's like, you know, Tyler Hero was like a pretty valuable player for them this year. And I know he wasn't great, great defensively, but boy, if you thought he wasn't great defensively, wait for Duncan Robinson yep. to game too, and then you'll really see what's going on. So it's not that Miami can't win the series. There is an insane amount. Of, what a bizarre two teams to have this much history between. But like Miami and Milwaukee. And it's like somehow – we actually have buckets of historical comparisons between yeah. these teams, like a ton of series that have mattered historically between them. And like, here we go again. So I, I think it'll be a long series. Um, I think some things that work against Miami heroes injury, the fact that they, you know, weren't good all year and like, aren't a very good basketball team, I think still hurts them probably in this situation. Uh, and they have like no home court advantage whatsoever. And, uh, and I think as we saw with Sacramento, and I think as we're going to see with golden state in game three, I don't know if, the, like, the Kings are a great road team. Maybe they can get game three, whatever. I don't know if a road team is winning a game in that series. Like, I really don't know if that's going to happen. Just absolute zoos, basically, in terms of when you've watched those games on television. Miami's had the worst home court in the league. In their play-in tournament games, there were, like, ten people there.
1: Yeah, I saw So, that. just,
0: like, that like, that matters. Like, I mean, it's just, that affects the win probability in the game. That affects Milwaukee's ability to win on the road. The Bucks would be in a, like, if the Bucks drew certain teams, they'd be in a bad spot right now. I know everyone thinks Miami is, like, this, like, really tough, Kind of like going to be a tough out team, and maybe that's true, but they just really haven't been very good this year. So I actually don't think that's very likely. I think it could be a long series because of the Giannis injury, but I think the Bucks are ultimately winning the series.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Now, what about the uh, uh, third team uh, in, involved in a superstar injury? And Draymond's not a superstar, so I take that back. But uh, John Morant. Uh, being heard for Memphis and uh, will he play or won't he play, and everything that goes along with the Memphis Grizzlies at this point uh, is very entertaining, if nothing else.
0: Yeah, we saw. I mean, another huge line move, obviously, with him. Uh, it's he has it. He has you know, Giannis has obviously like a, a bruise on his back, and we don't know if he's going to play. John Morant, it's like he had a hand injury already. Now he has like an additional injury on the same hand. That's like a soft tissue injury, and it literally just sounds like there's nothing broken. There's nothing torn. It just hurts like a hell every time he moves his hand. So <laughs> basically yeah. Like can you play happens? with it? And it just needs time. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's pain management, but like, he's like, you're playing basketball. He's the point guard of the team. <laughs> like it seems. And by the way, his entire style is crashing like a cannonball. Yep. Into everybody in the lane and drawing fouls and scoring in the, uh, at the rim. So I, I mean, if he plays like awesome by him, like, I can't imagine how painful that is, but at the same time, I, so this was a series where I did have a strong opinion before the series, and I really liked the Lakers, and I bet them, and I bet them in game one. This is actually kind of like a weird game, game two of the series. The Lakers are a small favorite in the game. I actually don't have a strong opinion. Like, this is a huge adjustment in the market. The Grizzlies were five-point favorites in game one at home, and they're underdogs now. And, like, yeah, Ja's a big player. Like, he's not playing. That matters a lot. There's a point where, it, like, it's just kind of, like, too far. And I think the Lakers will win the series, but they might actually win it rather easily. I don't like them to win game two. I think the series could still go a while and ends up playing sporadically, but I think ultimately the Lakers will win. Uh, I bet them before the series. I maybe wouldn't bet them before game two, but I'll probably be betting them a lot more.
1: Do you have any money on them to win the West, the Lakers?
0: I have some uh, I have some finals matchups. So what I was looking for, just uh, for people who maybe don't know this, we might've even done this on the show, the value of being a really good road team, right. uh, like mattering a lot in the postseason. The Bucs are the best road team in the league. That's one of the reasons why I like them so much. Kings
1: are best, best. in the West.
0: Right, and Kings are the best team in the West. Uh, the only other team that was over 500 on the road in the West was the Clippers, who were one game over 500, which is kind of interesting. Um, the Lakers, I think, were 500 or one game under, and uh, and the Nuggets, I think, were one game under. So those were your teams that were, like, close to 500. Everybody else was worse. And in the East, you had a bunch of teams that were pretty good on the road, the Knicks. But the Bucs and Celtics were the two big ones. They kind of make sense historically. Uh, so in the West, it was like, all right, the Nuggets are kind of a susceptible road team. I don't think they're that good. Okay, like the Warriors, everybody likes them. No. The Suns, it's kind of more about what they could be than, you know, than what they actually are, at least up to right now. Uh, you yeah, know, okay, like who could I settle on? And the Lakers were like a pretty obvious team because Memphis was so wounded even before Ja got hurt in the series. So I actually have – I have Bucks over Lakers and Celtics over Lakers are two of my like exact finals outcomes. Bucks over Lakers was like 40, 45 to one before the, uh, the the playoffs started. Like Bucks have to beat the Lakers, obviously to win the title. And then Celtics over Lakers was actually better than that. Um, So I made those two. I have a little bit of Lakers to win the West, but I I think the West series, it's been really fun to go game by game here. I bet Sacramento in game two, once the Warriors took all the money um, following these series, they're so bizarre. Like they're so not like a normal playoffs because there's no dominant team. I think the game to game betting is like so much more fun than it normally is.
1: That's awesome. He is Kev Barkley. Follow him on Twitter at Locky Lockerson. Of course, you better you bet him and Nick Kossos just do an unbelievable job part of the BetQL Radio Network. And of course, BetMGM, one of their major sponsors. Thanks so much for coming on, green and growing. Man, we'll do this again next week.
0: Sounds good. Hopefully Giannis is healthy but healthy by then.
1: Yeah, hopefully.